Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of Our Athletes. My name is Michael Raziel, your host, where I get to interview Olympic athletes and hopefuls. Today, we have a very cool guest. His name is Bobby Butler. He was on the USA hockey team this uh, past Olympics, the 2018 Pyeongchang Olympics. Bobby is a career NHLer. He's been across many different teams and many different organizations. He's done his thing. He's been doing it for a while now. He's in his 30s, and um, he's still there, and he's still doing it. He's um, currently in the Rangers organization, but I think it is a really cool interview because Bobby was a part of this recent team, which did not have any current NHL players on it. Um, he had the opportunity to represent his country for uh, a second or third time, if I'm not mistaken. He's done it before, but this was the first time he got to do it at the Olympics. And because no NHLers were allowed, he got the opportunity to go. So I thought it was a really cool interview, a really interesting opportunity to be able to speak to someone who is at the top of his game, obviously, but at the same time has in a very unique situation that the um, the USA Hockey team was. So hope you guys enjoy it. Again, Bobby Butler, USA Hockey. Um, hope you guys have a wonderful episode. So today, another fantastic guest, very interesting one we got today. We have Bobby Butler of USA Hockey. Um, Bobby was born April 26, 1987 in Marlboro, Massachusetts. Uh, his, at his high school, he broke the goals record his junior year, most goals in a season, so that is absolutely impressive. Uh, Bobby played four years for the Boston Junior Bruins, went to the University of New Hampshire where he finished second in goals scored in the 2010 season, was also named co-captain. Bobby played for the Ottawa Senators, New Jersey Devils, Nashville Predators, and Florida Panthers, um, won the Calder Cup. Very impressive. In 2011 with the uh, Binghamton Senators, and he helped USA win bronze at the 2013 World Championships and recently played for the United States at the 2018 Olympics. Bobby is currently signed to play for the Hartford Wolfpack in the New York Rangers organization. Bobby, appreciate you uh, hanging out with us today. Yeah, thanks for having me. No, man. Appreciate you. Appreciate all the time you're putting into it. Um, so that's obviously a very small um, amount of information. You're probably way better at telling your story than the small uh, small bit that I found here on the internet. So if you don't mind kind of filling in some of those gaps and telling us a little about yourself. Uh, yeah, uh, like you said, I grew up in uh, Marlboro, Mass, hometown kid. I That's where I play. That's where I live in the summer between seasons. And um, I call home. Um, I grew up. I grew up about a mile away from a hockey rink and that's kind of what molded me to become the person I am today. But I, I played a lot of hockey, but that's, I went to school here, I grew up here and then uh, just pretty much been living for, since then. Living, man. I love it. I love it, man. So one thing that I've always been uh, kind of confused about is the process of actually like, with hockey, there's there's juniors I know, and then sometimes you go to college, and then sometimes then you go. Could you just explain exactly what goes on there? I need it firsthand so I can understand I can, what uh, happens and so how you basically, get professional. So basically, I think there's different routes different kids can play. Some can take. Some guys go to college or start. They play high school. They go to prep school. Then they go to college. There's some guys that play prep school, then maybe – play two years junior and then go to college there's some kids that are those those guys are the late bloomers I was a late bloomer myself not getting really noticed till my senior year but some guys they go play juniors in Canada even if they're from Massachusetts or New England or anywhere they can go they play juniors they have until they're 21 to sign an NHL contract and then they're right there and play in the NHL or with the farm system but I think there's a different different way. So when I was coming up, my older brother was in prep school, 
and I was thinking about going to prep school to join them. But I, I was always the type of kid that just loved to play games and not so much a lot of not about not a lot of practice. You know what I mean? But it's practice. We're talking about practice, yeah. man. Come on. No. But so my junior coaches who became my junior coaches, they sat down. It was more convincing my mom than anything because my dad's a hockey guy and a lot of people know him where I'm from. Um, but so they the coaches sat down with my mom. And I still remember they showed they showed everyone that came in the front door that went through prep school to get to college. But then they showed the amount of guys that were now taking the junior pro, the junior out, which started to get popular when I was coming up and she's, and they showed, all right, we got this many guys, which is more than prep school right now that are, they're playing juniors. They're playing more games or more practices. They're developing faster. And that's where they sold my mom on that. That's the route I took, which was, I actually got to play high school and juniors my junior and senior year because um, my junior team didn't have any ice at the time. So in order for them to get some ice, my dad, who coached the high school team, gave up some ice, and I was then allowed to play both. So I was playing, I was playing 90, game, 90 games a season. And that's where I, came, where I was the type that if I went to prep school, I wouldn't get that many games. I would I maybe not have um, got – Mm-hmm. Got better and better as I did every year. And was well, I mean, it sounds like uh, your brother also being a hockey guy was he pretty jealous that he didn't get to play in that many games um, when he and he because he, he took the prep school route. Well, I have uh, I have an older brother and a younger brother. They both we all three of us took different routes, uh-huh. and we all ended up. My older brother played Old Holy Cross for two years. My little brother played a, a semester at UMass Lowell Division One, and then went and uh, went to Salve for three years and played there. So we all took different routes. My older brother, he's successful in business. My little brother is a mortgage broker and I'm still playing. So we all, we all use each other to get better at, at whatever it was. And it's pretty impressive. Yeah, man, that's, that's very impressive. Three successful kids. I'm sure your parents are pretty happy about that. And thanks for explaining it. It's still, um, Clearly, because there's so many different routes, it's still going to be a little confusing to me. But at least now yeah. I know it's not. I thought it was like one linear path that this is the way it went. But it sounds like, you know, just throw shit at a fan and see yeah. what sticks. Yeah, it's definitely. You're in Canada. So where we are, it's more common to be going either to prep school or to junior, like local junior where you can still go to college. But if you're from Canada, it's they're like they push all the kids to go more junior where they paid 50 100 bucks a week and they lose their college eligibility but their window to turn pro is that much smaller because they don't have those four years to develop like i did in college Mm -hmm. and which a lot of kids some kids need it i needed it i needed to leave town leave home and kind of grow up a little quicker and Mm -hmm. and some people it's different it's it's really different for every type of kid. No, hundred percent, man. I just always found that very interesting. Cause I had a few friends that were uh, coming out of high school relatively, I mean, not, not highly touted prospects, but they, they were definitely, um, you know, a little bit better than the next guy. So it was very interesting hearing them talk about it a little bit. And so you played junior, you played juniors for four years. So you played for the last two years of high school. Did you then just play juniors for two years and then went to college? No, I played, so I played high school hockey, my eighth grade, ninth grade, 10th, 11th, oh. and 12th grade. Okay. That makes sense. I played my sophomore year, I played midget split season. So I was with the junior Bruins, but the midget team. And then I actually got to play some junior games for the tournaments that weren't in, weren't regular season games. 
but then it was my junior year I played high school and juniors, my senior year high school and juniors, and then that summer I had a tournament where I, where my where we lit it up my my me and two of my line mates, and that's when uh, I committed to UNH, and that's that they were like go to UNH go to, or go play juniors one more year, don't uh, I was actually gonna go to the USHL and out in uh, Midwest, but mm-hmm. they're just like go live at home have fun you're you're committed you're nowhere you're playing next year just go have fun and it was actually the probably the funnest year besides the year before when we actually won two championships and i won two championships within three days that is absolutely incredible yeah winning um i've i never understood that when coaches were like well do you want to win or have fun well losing is not fun yeah. <laughs> i never understood that so winning yeah. two championships in three days i could see that being pretty uh pretty enjoyable man yeah. um so that's cool so thank you very much for that and then so you've been in the NHL for a few years now, or at least in farm systems in the NHL for a little while now. Um, tell us what that's been like. I mean, I looked at your, you know, you've, you've gone around the world as well. So tell us what it's been like kind of playing in the NHL. I saw one year you had, I think 50 or 60 games or something like that. So you're a pretty integral part of the team. You know, what's, what's that been like and how have you been able to handle kind of all the, the moving that you've been able to do over the years? Yeah, that was uh, early on in my career. I wish I, what I know now I knew back then for sure. I'd probably mm-hmm. still be there, but, it was um I came out of college it was and uh I got to choose the place where I got to play and I wouldn't change the choice I made made got to meet a lot of good people got to win a championship with Binghamton and then it was, and that was after we I was up for half the season so I think I've met a lot of people I've traveled a lot of different places but definitely obviously the NHL is the best league in the world and um they say the hard, the hardest thing isn't getting there. The hardest thing is staying there. So mm-hmm. I think, uh, I think when I talk to kids the night that I work with, I do camps and clinics and my own stuff and and lessons. I always just just tell them you gotta keep working hard and stay working hard, pretty much. Yeah, man. There is nothing like um, NHL playoffs. Oh, it's yeah. it's ridiculously long, but man, I love every second of it i try and watch every single game i just hate the west coast games i'm out here on the east coast and it's so yeah. frustrating i want to watch Connor mcdavid what was it two years ago i wanted to watch every game yeah. but i mean like his games don't start till 10 30 man i'm not staying up till 1 30 to watch that sorry I got, I got i got stuff to do i gotta go to sleep so it was always a little disappointing but you know we'll see uh we'll see what happens capped year so good for them always happy about yeah. that um so then what so so you've been able to to kind of move around the nhl a little bit you've had that opportunity been up and down a couple times as well um i even saw that you went over to russia and played in the khl for a little while um tell me about that experience because i've i've listened to a few hockey podcasts um and they they always bring on guys who have been in the nhl and been to the khl a little bit uh tell me what that's like tell me what you'd like um or what you can say about what that opportunity was like and and what you really got out of going over there to russia for a couple years uh, yeah, I went, I went there uh, after a year in Sweden. I ended up in uh, Croatia in the KHL league, but it, I wasn't oh, okay. officially in uh, in Russia, but we traveled there. And then I got sold, actually, to a Russian team, and that was the second half of the season. So I was there. I was in a nice nice town, like 50-minute flight further east of uh, Moscow. And all the stories you've heard – are pretty much true and more, but the hockey, you can't beat the hockey. It's probably the closest thing you'll get to the NHL for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they, they all, all four lines are skilled and, uh, pretty much what the, the NHL is moving to. And, um, definitely it's, 
you're um, what can I say? You're sacrificing a lot if you're going over mm-hmm. there with the language barrier, and you get, as long as you have good imports that are either Canadian or other Americans or Swedish guys that. I was with sweet a sweet Swedish guy, a Latvian guy, and um, a couple Canadians and one American when I was there. So I got lucky and we hung out together. But it's just the language varies tough, but the hockey is really good and the and the facilities actually were really good. Mm-hmm. Hard, hard, it was hard, but it it, it was uh, it was worth it. Mm-hmm. And what do you think you got out of that experience? I mean, obviously being away from your family for a significant period of time, um, the language barrier, I mean, maybe learning a little Russian. I'm sure you learned a couple choice words in Russian. So like, so what, what else did you get out of that experience? I guess maybe not hockey wise, but personally that kind of helped you grow a little bit and really understand what you want to do moving forward. Yeah. I, uh, I was away from my, my kid, my wife and kids for a little, and my son was actually born while I was in Croatia, I flew home for a couple of days and then I had to fly out. When all was said and done, I definitely know it was, wasn't worth it to be away from my family. And that's why I'm doing my best to stay local. And right now anyways, and um, I get to live at home this year. So I think, uh, I, I think, I think I learned that and I already knew, knew, but I know it's more important just to be with your family and stuff and not, and not go kind of chasing chasing money, I guess you could say. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's it's one thing if you're you're in California and you have to fly home for a flight. Yeah. It's another if you're going from Croatia all, all the way out here yeah. and then having to go back a couple of days later. So I could yeah. see that being a little difficult. If you're a single, so. if you're a single guy, I think for sure you could. Uh, it can be done. I know guys yeah. that are out there or don't have kids, and whatnot. But you just you if you're in the right situation, I it's unbelievable. I know guys that are in right situations right now over there. It's just all about the situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. I guess everything's subjective. Everything is uh, is relative as well. So, um, man, it's really impressive. I mean, again, you played in the NHL. You played for a few different teams, played in the KHL for a couple of years as well. Obviously, you know, um, relatively good at your sport, which is what we like to see. And then even in 2013, you were able to play with the United States team and win bronze at the World Championships, if I'm not mistaken. So what was that experience like? I guess your first taste of... I'm not going to call it international because again, you've been over um, overseas a little bit, but what was that like and really kind of in helping you really understand where you fit in the grand scheme of things? Yeah, that was awesome. Uh, it was right after um, <clears throat> it was a lockout year and I was actually, I uh, got picked up by Nashville and the Nashville GM was part of the USA team. And so he pushed for me and I got the opportunity. I got the, our team was, uh, it wasn't all a big name guys. Mm-hmm. It was all, second third third fourth line guys so for us to go over there that i don't think they had won a, a medal in a little bit in the world championship so for us to go over there and to bring home a medal i think it was pretty um it was pretty cool and i learned a lot and i got to see it, it was in two different countries so i got to watch a couple different i got to check out a couple different countries and who would have known I'd be end up end up in Sweden, one of those countries, a few years later? Hey, yeah, would you look at that? I guess uh, everything kind of ties itself together. So, were were you guys playing against? Like, obviously, as you said, the United States had, didn't have all their big name guys in there, or or even some of them. But um, the countries you were playing against, I'm assuming, if the NHL was in lockout, were some of those dudes playing in this tournament? Yeah. And you guys were going head to head. Yeah, we end up getting a couple. Uh, we got a we got a, some big names toward as the uh, NHL playoffs were ending. That, that helped us big time, obviously, uh-huh. win the medal. But um, to start, it wasn't as many, like, it wasn't 
Kane. It wasn't mm-hmm. like we ended up getting actually we got Oshi, we got Galchenyak couple little bit in actually Galchenyak I think he was there the whole time so we had some but he was three four years younger at the time mm-hmm. but he ended up he was a stud but yeah we um we yeah we just ended up d- doing well I forgot the question sorry yeah uh, you're good man you're good you <laughs> answered it so you're all good no worries no worries I mean I think just think it's super cool like I mean obviously again with you being able to play in the NHL you're not going to be starstruck or anything by any of these guys I'm sure you hit a couple of them along the way um but it was probably a really you know just a fun environment to be in it's like almost like an all-star team you know you kind of had that opportunity to be with guys like you're all friends at this point, essentially, you know, you're all having at least one common goal. What was that like in being able to kind of just hang out with some of these guys in another country, really just, you know, pushing forward for the same goal and maybe not being, I mean, I don't know what, actually you tell me, was it more intense? Was it less intense than a regular NHL season or game or anything like that? Or was it more Um, of just a fun experience that you guys had to have that got to have? I think it was a little bit of everything. Yeah. I remember we actually, um, cause I had played with Colville Chuck and, uh, in New Jersey, so I remember we played against him. We or I saw him in the ranks, and then uh, we played. Actually, ended up playing Russia, and Ovechkin came out. It was when he when he he came from when they before when they were losing, they lost the playoffs. So we got to play against those guys, but it was definitely a it was it was fun. Some of the games were less, were a little more casual than others, but then when it started to get towards playoffs, it got intense. I remember I think we beat. We beat the one game I didn't play was actually the Russian game. We beat them eight to three or something where Whoa. they should have they should have, they probably should have beat us, but we just had the right the right group of guys and uh, it was fun. However, it works. Yeah, again, as we said, winning is more fun. So I'm sure uh, I'm sure you had a good time because you guys did do a relatively good job. And then um, you guys won the gold medal or the uh, the bronze medal there. I'm sorry. Um, yeah. So then the next year was actually the Sochi Olympics. Um, and I remember that one relatively well, but tell me, what was it like? What did you have? Did you think there was an opportunity for you to stay on the team and actually be able to go to the Sochi Olympics as well? Or what kind of was, was your thought process then? No, that was more, that was the big, big name yeah. type guys. And, uh, it was cool to know some guys on the team and just got to do that. But I know, uh, um, I, I was just, yeah, it wasn't more, it was more so just getting to watch the guys that, big name guys that you knew that I met via the world championships the year before and mm-hmm. played against. So it was cool uh, to know some guys that were in the, in, in the Olympics. That is pretty sweet, man. Absolutely. Um, so then for, for a couple of years between 2014 and 2018 is when you, you were in the KHL for a little while where you were in a couple different systems. Yeah, so so you were hanging out there for a little while, and then when you found out the ruling that the NHL was not going to allow their players to compete in the Olympics, which some people think it's ridiculous, some people understand. I don't know how do, how do you feel about it? What did you what did you think of the whole that whole thing? I got to play, so I I'm obviously uh, I, was yes. exci- I was excited. This guys like me were excited the second that the NHL wasn't going, and um, it just opened opened up a lot more doors for. Uh, guys like myself that mm-hmm. had, had the experience but never really got to stick up there and um I, I, since that 2013 I've had, I obviously had some up and down years so just to kind of still have that opportunity and make it happen I think was special and I think there's a lot of guys that would never I know I wouldn't have dreamed it but 
it became true for uh, 25 of us. So I think it was pretty special. Yeah, man. I just think that it's such a, it's such a, I mean, obviously, you know, a lot of people probably wanted to see the big names in it. I mean, that's just, it's, it's understandable, but I also, I thought the story was a lot cooler um, with you. You know, honestly, I didn't really know anyone on the team, but I watched, I mean, I think some of the games were on like five o'clock over here. So I would, I would be up at six o'clock in the morning. I'd turn on the game and be able to watch the second and third period. So it was awesome. Um, and it was just cool being able to see, you know, a bunch of, um, a bunch of guys that, yeah, as you said, just would have never really had the opportunity to do something that incredible and be able to do it. I mean, how, how long did it take you guys to gel? What was that whole process like? Because I mean, especially with the whole line system and hockey and everything and really needing to understand where everyone is at the right time. How did that whole process work? And, and I mean, how much just fun were you guys having with it? Yeah, we uh we we started with like a converse, uh, uh, WhatsApp conversation with all the team. The captain mm-hmm. set it up, and then uh, from there we just a little bit like some guys were in Europe, some guys like there's a few of us back home and like the AHL guys. So like they'd be having conversations while we were sleeping, and so we it'd be pretty funny. But we we got there and we meshed pretty quick. We were together twenty four seven. If we weren't together, we were sleeping and we were up, and so I think it helped. I think if we had maybe one or two more, maybe one or two preseason, pre-Olympic games, it would have helped us a little more. But I think uh, a couple posts and in, I think it's a whole different thing, and maybe we would have came home. But it was still a great experience, and I got to meet a lot of good people and make a lot of memories. Yeah, man. I mean, I think it's incredible. You got the opportunity to represent your country, um, being Olympian. I think that's super cool. What was that whole just experience like outside of the hockey, just being able to see, you know, some of these athletes, obviously some of the snowboarders and the skiers that we've been seeing for the last, you know, 12 years, it feels like at this point, some of the athletes that you maybe, um, you know, have been following a little bit. What was that like the opening ceremonies explain the, uh, just the experience of the Olympics outside of the actual sport. Yeah, it was awesome. We, uh, it was, uh, at the end of our long, uh, we had a long day that day of the opening ceremony. So we, we were there, we got to walk and we actually ended up leaving, but, um, just waiting. We saw all the, every single, uh, country, every Olymp- Olympian there. And, uh, you we were trading pins and we got to see Lindsay Vaughn. She was right around us, Sean White. And I remember we were actually getting interviewed on M- NBC when Chloe Kim won, um, had won uh, mm-hmm. had her, her medal and that was cool. We actually, we actually, they pushed us back because yeah. she had won and we're like, yeah, no worries. No worries. <laughs> and um, so that was, uh, it was cool. Just and then we met guys and girls from other uh, sports and kind of we went to a speed skating event and we were talking to one of the speed skaters. He's like, yeah, watch what we're like. What, why is he doing that? He's like. Um, He's just messing with the guy. Like, it was cool to see the different sports and mm-hmm. how they go about and why, like, some guys are going slower. He's like, yeah, he's just trying to fool with them and he's just going to blow by him. So mm-hmm. it's pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, it's like kind of, uh, you know, obviously you being a, a lifer in hockey and, and really knowing a little bit more than the next guy and being able to sit next to someone and explain what's going on. I feel, I feel like it's the exact thing. You know, someone in some of these other sports was able to really get you deep into it. And you're like, I would have never really realized yeah. that. So that is sweet, man. So really, we, uh, we appreciate you, um, you know, doing that, putting your time, putting your energy and your effort into uh, representing our country. We sincerely appreciate it. As I said, I tried to watch all those games. I think I only missed one of them. I had a blast doing it. It's unfortunate what happened, man. But I think, you know, that's one of the most uh, unbelievable memories and experiences that you're going to be able to make. Um, and I think, I think well worth it. And I'm glad, I'm glad it happened the way it did for you and everyone else on the team. So appreciate it again, man. Thank you. Yeah, thank you.
no, absolutely. So um, I guess moving forward uh, with what you're doing, you know, you were just saying you have some of your own stuff. You do camps and stuff on the side. Yeah. Um, if you want to shout any of that stuff out, be my guest. Give us a website. Give us a phone number, an email yeah. we can contact maybe. Yeah, right. So I'm actually, I, I started uh, five years ago, BobbyButlerHockeyCamp.com. Um, I think it's that. Um, but I'm also starting, yeah, it's BobbyButlerHockeyCamp.com. That's my, I got a hockey school. We do clinics. I do a lot of one-on-one -on -one lessons. Um, and I'm also, I'm actually transitioning into, a, it's going to be called, it's called Iceworks featuring Bobby Butler. And that's going to be a blunt, it's going to be more of all different skating, shooting, stick handling, um, everything, all the skills, that's Iceworks, mm -hmm. all, the, all the works that go along with it. And then we're going to also incorporate and keep my shooting stuff. It's going to, my uh, hockey camp website, it's going to be more just focused on shooting. That's my bread and butter. I've been, I, that's what, Mm -hmm. college coaches know me for is how I shoot and so that's kind of and that's where it is and the, we're starting um for next summer 2019 we'll have a lot of uh we'll have iceworks uh usa.com will be up it's we're we're getting we're doing some filming and stuff this week actually and uh, we'll have dates and everything set up for next summer uh hopefully in the next month or so and I had a great time this summer with my uh, hockey school we had a full camp and um they, someone won a, an autographed USA jersey uh, was the main prize. Along That's sweet. We do every kid actually gets a gets a prize and a sign, and also a signed picture from me. And, uh, and I always ask a friend that plays in the NHL to sign something as well. So I, there, there, lots of lots of prizes when it, when that when the camps go on and then we do lots of clinics. So it's been fun. My new partner's uh, he's gonna he's gonna be helping me out more so I can. And uh, so we can do more, but I, I can also still focus on uh, playing and uh, mm -hmm. learn, getting experience so I can bring to the kids when I, when I do have camps. Very cool, man. That's awesome. And this is for all ages, I'm assuming, or? Yeah, it's pretty much six to 15, but we okay. also, we also run the uh, high school clinics, mm -hmm. which we did this, started this summer. Uh, and yeah, we're just going to kind of keep going and, um, and hopefully uh, just try to give back to the local hockey players that I was once them. I mm -hmm. live, I live where they live. I go to the same rink they went in. I, so I think if kids just keep working hard, uh, crazy things happen, whether it's getting to, I think the main goal is to get into school, get a good education for that's what, that's what I believe. So, mm -hmm. and after that hockey's just a sport that helps you, um, helps you in any aspect of life. And I think that's the good thing about hockey where you learn, you learn, sportsmanship you learn how to play with a team how to work with a team so i think it's hockey's just a great sport for whatever you're gonna do in life i love it man that's awesome yeah giving back to the community as you just said you were one of those kids once so i mean you know why why not help them out a little bit maybe maybe the next bobby butler is in one of your camps right now so we'll see yeah. man we'll see yeah. so um awesome man and then what about your playing career what's um what's on the horizon for that as we said you were at the hartford um, Wolfpack there in the uh, Rangers organization and so so tell us a little bit about what you got going on there what you foresee for maybe the future and and kind of some of the uh, some of the some of the stuff on the horizon yeah no I uh, will start training camp I'll, I'll be going to Hartford training camp September 22nd and from there uh, I'm uh, considered an old guy with the uh, Hartford so I'm there to kind of uh, help those young guys mm -hmm. like like I said earlier if I knew what I knew know now back then it'd, it'd be a different story so i'm there to kind of mm -hmm. show 
do as I say, not as I do type stuff. But um, it's more uh, there's a the the AHL. There's a lot of skill, and and I think the guys just need to learn how to be pros so they can have long careers in the NHL. So I mm-hmm. think I'm, I'm kind of there to help, and uh, I'm excited. I I get to live at home, and I get to play hockey, which is cool. So when I finish practice, nothing's better than just going home and hanging with your kids at, at in your own house on your own couch, and uh, so. I'm excited for the season and uh, I'll be able to actually have some different teams come out to my games and youth, youth programs so I can kind of show them what that's all about. And that's what I'm excited about too as well. I, I already got a few teams that, that are looking to come to games and come down to the locker room, check it out. So I'm excited for that. And uh, might be, it's going to be a little different uh, than most years, but mm-hmm. I'm excited for it and uh, looking forward to it. Yeah, man, as you were just saying before, you know, being in Russia and, and uh, you know, not, not being able to see your kids or in the KHL and really not being able to see your kid as much. Um, that's it's clearly that's pretty important to you giving back to the community, giving back to the kids. So I think it's awesome that you get this opportunity that kind of fills a couple different couple different holes you're able to hang out at home and and still be able to do what you want to do but also be able to get to play the sport that you love um so awesome man well bobby thank you so much again bobby butler on the usa hockey team represented us at the 2018 olympics um thank you so much man sincerely appreciate your time today hope you have a, a wonderful rest of the day yeah, thanks you too Hey, you guys, thank you so much again for listening. I sincerely appreciate it as well as the athletes do. Um, make sure to follow them across their social medias to see and watch what they're doing because these people are just so incredible. And uh, we have, we're so lucky that I, we get to hear them speak. Um, and I'm so lucky that I get to talk directly to them. So it's so much fun. But make sure you follow them across their socials. Make sure you follow us on Instagram at ourathletes.us. If you have any questions for me, michael at ourathletes.us. Let me know what you're thinking. Tell me ways I can get better. Tell me people that you might think it would be really interesting to interview. I think that would be a lot of fun too. Um, please rate, review, subscribe, share, iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever you're listening. Just let people know how much you're enjoying it and if there's anything that I can do better. Um, put it out on the internet because if it's out there, then accountability is fun. But other than that, guys, thank you so much. I sincerely appreciate it and I hope you have a wonderful day.